You are listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. I hope that it has been helpful for you to understand that God does care when it feels like he doesn't. I hope that you can wrestle with God over these issues. And I hope that you give yourself permission to say to him, God, it's not fair. David obviously did. One of the questions that was sent in by someone was this idea, do all roads lead to God? Now, at the risk of being controversial, what if I said yes? Okay, hear me out. Don't... Don't turn the show off. I need to explain. Because I do believe that all paths do lead to God, but only one makes that final leap to actually get you there. Paul writes in Romans uh, chapter 1, verse 20, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible quality, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that men are without excuse. General revelation, creation itself, you know, all the nations of, of the world at some point had some type of God concept simply because they understood there's no way they could have creation as it is and not believe that there's someone who designed it all. And so no one's without excuse for looking for God. And many of those paths originally shown are us trying to wrestle with what does that God then look like? In fact, when God appeared to Abraham, it's different than when God appeared to Moses. They had a different understanding as they continued to have their encounters with God. And then finally, when we encounter Jesus, we see God in a totally different way from even the Jewish understanding of what they saw in the Old Testament. So all paths eventually maybe even lead to Jesus. Maybe I should say it that way. Jesus is the greatest story never told. And then not only that, the cross, the tomb, the risen Savior, but this divine appropriation of the Holy Spirit that God now dwells in the believer, that not only do we have this eye view of God, that this understanding of what we see and the design, but now we actually have the internal presence of God himself inside of us. However, the Holy Spirit cannot enter that which is not first redeemed by Christ. No other religion has a solution for the sin problem of human error, of the human propensity to continue to choose self-preservation, which ends up in chaos, which ends up in people being hurt. It's only God who can come in and change the believer's heart, and he does it through this idea of sacrifice and through this idea of bringing new life regeneration through the Holy Spirit. You see, sacrifice of self is necessary for us not to have the chaotic world that we live in. Daily, 
we must be marked with the cross, for in that our spirit is sealed and we are consecrated, made whole. We are returned to God's image because his presence now again resides in us. The true tragedy of the garden is not the sin. It was the loss of connection. God's spirit was with them in fellowship and they turned their back on that fellowship for their own self-initiative. So someone might say, I find comfort in meditation uh, for someone who might be uh, a Buddhist or uh, studying other ancient religions. The truth is that that only gets you so far. Self-actualization doesn't deal with the issue of redeeming the self. The self must be sacrificed in order for God to redeem the soul. And once that redemption comes, we are then regenerated by His Holy Spirit, making us whole. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.